Hi guys, and welcome to Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda, a podcast brought to you by Blick Magazine that discusses some of the things you should have, would have, or could have done. Whether you've spoken about it in the girls' group chat, or maybe you find yourself defending Zizi on Twitter, here's the place where we'll try to tackle some of those entertaining, but nonetheless tricky conversations. My name is Aswan Magumbi, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Blick Magazine and the host of today's podcast. I'm joined by Ife, a final year student from the University of Sussex, and the question we'll attempt to answer today is why can't black women be wags if you're not familiar with what a wag is think victoria beckham or wagatha christie's very own colleen rooney wags the wives and girlfriends of professional athletes have dominated pop culture especially within the uk for decades interestingly though hardly any of them seem to be black women so we're going to dissect that today hi fa how are you doing today i'm good (laughs) i'm probably good (laughs) okay so what football team do you support girl I'm actually okay. I support Liverpool. Why? Um, honestly, it's because I'm a hair. <laughs> I'm a hair <laughs> because because um, in my house we support like in my family people support like Liverpool, Arsenal, and the odd people support Man City. <clears throat> They're going for it. Um, <laughs> and I think at the time I didn't really want to pick one, and then. I just kind of invested in the team that I found the most interesting, like their history I found more interesting. Or at the time, I really preferred Klopp's way of um, leading his team. Mm-hmm. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit questionable. It's a bit questionable at the moment, but <laughs> it's okay. We'll be back. But actually, I think because in my family, lots of people support different teams. I just respect uh, quite a lot of teams, right? But then my mum is the type of person who just calls people when their teams lose like legit like arsenal was losing a lot and she'd be calling people a lot to be like how's your team going how's it how is it feeling how is it feeling but you know what i respect i respect the upward climb thank you i really do yeah as a gunner myself (laughs) i'm we're in the best position so i really cannot complain that five points you know, was it. there was a bigger gap. There so we're was. trying to increase that gap. There was. It's okay. I feel like you can do it. So I was going to ask where and when did yeah. your love for the game begin? You yeah. kind of alluded to it briefly. And actually, you're not... Would you would you say you love football? Because you did say you're a hater. So just <laughs> clarify that for the listeners, I love please. football, but I, I care more about football history. Like I find... Like I'd watch a doc about a team or about a player over watching the game. Yeah, I think it's just because watching a game gives me anxiety, genuinely. Mm. I think also, though, I work at a football club. And so I think getting to see a lot of matches and also just seeing behind the scenes of like how many people work within a stadium. Yeah. Like in their media teams, in their like transport, whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. It just makes the game because I watch it and I'm like, there's so many people riding on the fact that you win. Yeah. Like apart from all your fans, like your club has to do well otherwise people can't continue working there so i think when i watch games i feel a little bit of pressure so i'd rather just watch the scores afterwards unless it's the world cup or the euros then i'm then i'll watch every match who are you supporting in the euros or the world cup anyone black (sighs) okay i support england right so in the euros you'd be supporting france Okay, no, okay, let's do this seriously. We watched we watched the Euros and we watched the, the World, World Cup, Cup and yeah. we were supporting England, right? 
Of course. We were. But when it's Morocco, also a scary time to be in England and yeah, not supporting that's the thing. England. Because <laughs> no, because all of you want me to say I'm a ride or die for England, yeah. But when when a couple amazingly good looking, incredible, good personalities and amazing ball players who brought you to the final messed up at the end. Oh. But they weren't all they weren't all meant to be there because some people messed up before them, just saying. I support England, but you guys have been shit for a long time. Let's not pretend like England was a team that we all wanted to support. I am a bilingual babe. You I'm a bilingual gay babe. I'm Nigerian and I'm and I'm British. Okay. So some of you, you people when it comes to sports, okay? Mm. And not just football, but when it comes to sports, generally, there's a lot of Nigerians mm. playing under the guise of ni- of of just British, you well, know. Well, Bukayo Saka, exactly, England's so, golden boy, is Nigerian by heritage. Had the choice Amen, to pick between the team and teams, and exactly. went with England. So, so I'm not being funny, but I'm supporting anyone black <clears throat> because there were some Nigerians playing for other teams. Also, in the World Cup, mm. shout out to Morocco. Facts. Everyone black supported Morocco. Yeah. Everyone African supported Morocco. Yeah. And yes, there were Africans who aren't black. I think next year or the next um next World Cup, sorry, there's gonna be like a big chance that a lot of teams are on level playing fields. For sure. I mean? For sure. So if Southgate stays or he leaves, we'll see. I there's think there's still potential for think, England, I think. Yeah, and I think British fans we like to be like, he's crap, he's awful like okay, we didn't win Euros and we didn't win the World Cup, but we did we've come got, close. We've got, we came very close, mm. which is not something that we could have said a couple years ago. Yeah. And the team for the first time ever we've got to be able to look into the team properly like i think social media has allowed us to really take a look at the personalities within the team absolutely like before the only reason why you knew the personality of that team as a girl anyway was because they dated someone who was interesting yeah and then you found out but like now we've well with the team and i think this is something southgate is conscious of as well Mm. we've got a team of like really strong role models yeah also sport and football Mm. especially within the uk has trickled into like the entertainment space yeah so they're immediately put on a pedestal and also in terms of like how they present themselves outwardly like realistically if a footballer had an agent that would be Mm. fine like an agent team but they also have like publicists they have stylists now like they are becoming brands and commodities which i think is like yeah, some of them still can't dress, but that is not what we're going to talk about on the podcast what today. What we talk about? What we are going to talk about is wag culture. Whoop, my so, favorite. So, before we segue into that, yeah. what are some problems that you have with football culture and like how it's perpetuated? Honestly, I think I think the idea of football hooliganism is hooliganism. Yeah, Damn, big word. <laughs> I actually think it's a really problematic term in general mm. because it gives this really like group think mentality that play that um fans go into a stadium and they suddenly lose their ability to have control over their behavior yeah. and they become football hooliganism hooligan sorry that's not a thing mm. it's not a thing mm. like it's just a media it's the way like newspapers and medias have come on shout out john jury because he's a psychologist who kind of looks into it yeah <clears throat> but it's not a thing you don't all come together and lose your your individual identity and become you get a more salient shared identity and you become crazy that's not what happens yes potentially you may feel more comfortable when other people allow you to reinforce problematic views but i think that narrative of like play like fans come into a stadium and they suddenly cannot think for themselves that's not true yeah 
I think the problem that I find with football culture is that fans go into a into a stadium and they get a they get excuse those behaviours that they show are like excused. are excused yeah. under that term. Mm-hmm. You are racist. You don't suddenly become racist because you stepped in. No, you stepped into an environment that allowed you to say all of this stuff without repercussions. For sure, I've seen so many like games international games where players are seeing and witnessing really disgusting rhetoric and they don't get any there's no backlash that's the bit that i find the most problematic it's it's a game at the end of the day Mm. like i get it some people you some of you people are going to live and die for this cause but it is a game you're not saving any people in 90 minutes like (laughs) you know what i mean like i think it's also yeah racism is a big one and it's become a focal point of the game within the uk obviously it has to be i feel like it's been ignored for so many years anyways it's also the fact that like a lot of those fans would walk away with like asbos and gbh Mm -hmm. convictions if it wasn't for the fact that they were literally excused within the stadium or like within the realms of it do you know what i mean like football games can be a really violent place 100 Um, I, i think you look at like um say arsenal and tottenham and i get it you guys don't like each other i do think like well you guys take this thing to the next level sometimes yeah like you're and the behavior is excused under the fact that you guys are rival teams Mm -hmm. and i get it because it's it exists outside games yeah but i don't see this behavior be like the same at a tennis match no no one's slapping anyone for federer Mm. you know what i mean like Mm. you don't go oh my god you don't like djokovic bam that just never happens yeah like it just doesn't and and you can tell that people are capable of not having this issue because it doesn't happen in well it doesn't happen in women's football games in the same i get it less people are watching blah blah yeah but i also think I find the behaviour of fans who are able to have those kind of big alterations so fickle because more time than not, when the transfer window opens mm. and your team has an opportunity to buy an, an opposing player from another team, you guys op- you open, open, you open arms. arms. Welcome them with so much love Bro. and grace. Go as much as it's now. a joke, and some players will find this funny, like I watch football altercations and I find them funny, but as in with it on, in, on the pitch, but some fans, you guys take it to the next level and it can be really scary. I think also another aspect that's really problematic within football culture that's being embraced more so and it's like big credits due to the women's team yeah 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 is women being embraced within culture now Mm. like now more than ever i feel like i'm seeing are they though like i i'm only asking that minority at games yeah i hear that but when the euros and the World Cup hype dies down, do you think more people will be watching them? And also adding on that before Mm. we answer, do you think that the reason why people loved watching the women's at the Euro... Because I still don't think loads of people watch the women's Euros. I think loads of people tuned in for the women's final. For sure, yeah. But do you think the reason why people tuned into the women's finals the Euros is because the men came so close, like, a year before? Yeah. Yeah. And I think also the country wanted something to celebrate and we had the opportunity to do that with the Euro Women's Final and thankfully we did. That being said, I feel the celebration from the Mm -hmm. Euro Women's Final where England won was so short-lived. Like in comparison to what it would have been for the men, Mm. it was so short-lived. Because the men had World Cup coming up. No, I just think generally, like, that's the attitudes towards men's and women's football. Like, you could have, like, a weeks-long celebration for men's winning the game, but Mm. the women had, like, a parade in Trafalgar Square for that one day, and then basically we never really saw anything unless, like, newspapers and news outlets, magazines were deciding to, like, 
Talk celebrate the women and even then it was chloe kelly who scored the winning goal yeah. and it was leah williamson because she was the captain and, and it was mead. beth mead yeah but other than that like but jill went on uh jill as well but also those were people anticipating her retirement oh yeah i was just gonna say like why do you think it is because like just like yeah. you said you know, <clears throat> As much as we can say, why didn't they get as much attention? But yeah. That's the reason I honestly think, like, us women yeah. are not as involved. We care more about men's I think, sport than we do about our women's. Yeah, I think that we care about women's men's sport way more than we care about women's sport. But I, thought, I think that's also conditioning. Like, I think lots of women yeah. who love football, you grew up watching men's sport because there was no there was no women's football on telly. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the idea, w- Leah Williamson, I think I only really paid attention to her this, like, last year like when they did the euros like yeah a, or the year before the euros but then i i'm not a, i'm not a diehard football fan but i know a couple girls who are and they um one of them in particular she's been following women's football for years but i think media footballs footballers earn a big a predominant amount of their money down to marketing to advertisement yeah 100 percent brand partnerships etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and if women female footballers are not being paid big money to be on campaigns we're mm. not going to know who they are Do yeah you know what i mean like unless so, yeah, you sure. are invested in that it's even like i was watching breakpoint with tennis mm-hmm. and you look at how much men earn at the same um competition as women mm-hmm. at the same competition it's like wow it's ridiculous mm. i think it's also really like it's actually really upsetting that there's such a huge pay gap within sport yeah. like between women and men's yeah it's like the one thing where like you'd think the gap could be so minimal mm. but actually you could compare it to like uh, a male and female colleague yeah. in finance yeah, or yeah, in yeah. any other sector like it's it's really it's disheartening that that's still the case and mm. obviously this is what like by these women playing football and putting the work in and winning these things they're it's not just them being phenomenal players it's yeah. them it's a call to action for like them demanding more because they are giving us more yeah um so yeah it's a shame i'm just looking here now it said that the ban on english women's football wasn't lifted by the fa until 1971 yeah which makes so much sense for why it's almost like we've got to do like decades worth of Mm. building up yeah to be excited about women's football yeah. but i still do think it's an ex- incredibly exciting time for women's football yeah, okay. ever since the we women's euros like uh, as a gunner <laughs> yeah. um their games have been sold out time yeah. after yeah. time which is great and also the england women's game against the usa like record selling out for a yeah. women's game so like i'm happy that that's happening for women's football is it, now is the world you is the usa women's team the world number one currently? Yeah, yeah i think so yeah. yeah i think it's interesting in the u.s for women's the women's u.s team they have a really big following mm. but like the men's u.s team in the u.s nobody know you guys they're growing they're growing but the reverse for that is it's, it's mad wild, right it's different but i think in the u.s especially because <clears> they also play a lot of games at a collegiate level yeah there's so much more amplification for women in sport there interesting even yeah, women's basketball like, like they've got the wmba but the nba and the wmba are um the pay the pay gap pay between that is extreme it's extreme also but what i'm happy is to see is a lot of like the top nba mm. like men basketball players really getting behind that yeah um obviously like the late kobe bryant was a real championing of that 
yeah. championing of that. But, but I think that's would, also because he had daughters. Yeah, I was going to say, would it be different Steph if he didn't Curry, have... Curry, like LeBron James, they all really back the WNBA, but they all have daughters. Yeah, but they only... Uh, let me stop. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to stay not cussing them because I hear it, but I also think like, I, I can't be like, would they if they didn't have daughters? daughters? I don't think that's it. But I also think, do they because it's now more accepted like mm. to, to encourage women female teams i just think it's interesting but yeah. then at the same time like there are other minority groups within well it's well there are other minority groups within sport that are still not recognized like there's only one openly gay footballer in the uk yeah period yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. there's only there are i don't know any openly queer like individuals in sport right yeah now. like i still think yeah like apart from apart from in the in in women's teams and yeah but men i don't know any there's a stigma around like men, men. less so for women so i want yeah but do you know what the good thing about <clears throat> not good thing about there being a stigma i feel like the good thing about there not being such like a spotlight on the women's football team mm. is that they have been able to live their lives and be who they yeah, are within the abuse. confines of that game without yeah without abuse mm. um and unfortunately like there is a lot of even you can just see it from the fo football hooliganism and like the violence that can come from football games like the men's the football, ones the football um culture uh, yeah there's like there's just a lot Aggression. of toxic yeah and yeah. toxic masculinity so like i don't even know if that's being destigmatized so speaking of women in football yeah who's your favorite wag and why um, you know what? My favourite wag at the moment, I've said this before, oh. within football, mm -hmm. is Killian Rooney. Oh, Lord. Explain why. It's Killian. But this is not because I want to be like Killian. God forbid, never put me in that position. But, <laughs> but you, no one can come chat to this woman. She put you on blast on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram. Yeah. Everything. She said, yeah. sorry. If, if she had she TikTok said, at the time. She said, guys, someone has been leaking stories of me from the press. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Someone has been viewing my stories. Dun, dun, dun. I gave you guys some lies online. Dun, dun, dun. Who the hell could it be? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this woman is not even, she isn't even me. Dun, dun, dun. It ain't my friend. Dun, dun, dun. Guess who it could be? Dun, dun, dun. Oh it was Miss Vardy. And you know what's rude, yeah? Mm. It's because she could have put anyone, but and we, some, anyone else, we would have been like, mm, are you sure though? Like, mm. yeah. but when she said, yeah, when she said Rebecca Vardy, we all said facts. <laughs> we all we jumped said, on it. We, we were said, like, yeah, amen. <laughs> no one heard that and said, no, Colleen, what you did was wrong. It was only until mainstream media got involved and said, mm, should Colleen have done that? that's the question mm. and we all everyone who follows that family or that drama said yeah facts big facts that women would have sold her own grandma for for a bag yeah absolutely facts it's a shame but that's why she's my favorite wag because she said come try me she said i've already she said my my husband has already embarrassed me but i'm still here <laughs> we're doing it for the kids this time and right now she said right now i've we've gone through our ups and downs and i've found peace Anyone so comes for me, she said, anyone comes for me, violence. Violence. Anyone comes for me, smoke. Not physical violence. No, 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 we don't advocate that. But anyone <laughs> comes for me, I'll cuss you out. But not with, not with like, she didn't come for him. She didn't come for her. She didn't say, she didn't say, Rebecca, you are disgusting. Mm -hmm. No, she just said, Rebecca, 
look at what you did. She come, said, I'll see you in court. Come see. And when she kept turned up to court, she turned up to court like like she was going for a run. Like it was just a it regular was cash. <laughs> because Because when Rebecca came to court, Rebecca said, I need to, she said, I need to have my armor on. I need to be making sure I look great. You know, Colleen, her foot was in her boot. And she yeah. said, yeah, it is what it is. I'm here. She was given soccer mum. She said, I have, she said, I don't even need to dress right because I know I'm going to win. After this, I'm going to go pick up my kids. Facts. In the range. This is, yeah, this is going to be 10 minutes of my time. And then I'm going to. But gonna also, I do feel like actually. Literally. Anna is currently, um, Anna is our podcast assistant for today. And she is, well, she podcast assistant, sound technician. Everything BCS is everything and she's she's currently showing she's currently, she's showing, currently showing how how Colleen dressed at court and you see this this is called work casual smart casual but at the same time I don't give a f I'm not even meant to be here do <laughs> <laughs> so you know what though that's that's the type of wag they're Gucci loafers and that bag look it looks like an Hermes it's called big money but that's to be honest though i think if i was going to be a wag i'd dress like that not dress like that particularly but Sorry. i mean she i want to she does she looks like she's she going does. to parents evening she real does. Talk. she's picking up the kids after that Facts. if i was going to be a wag though that's the type of wag i'd be like for real like i don't think i'd do the hyper glam get everything no i'd wear what i'm wearing but also like i want to get to a space where the birkin that i have even though it's an ugly bag, I don't really want one. But the bag in, that I have will be an everyday bag, the way it's supposed to be. So you I'm get the sorry. black Birkin 30? Yeah, that's the way it's meant to be. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Mary Kay and Ashley have shown you how you're meant to use a Birkin. And for some reason, Jane we're Birkin looking to... showed you how you're how supposed we're meant to wear to be a, Birkin, using a Birkin. The original. You know, and suddenly we're looking at the Kardashians holding the Birkin like, like it's their fifth child. No, it's meant to be on the floor. It's very expensive. Don't put that money on the floor. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like putting 100k it's, on the floor. It's meant to be an everyday bag. We just somehow, we just... Well, it's not an everyday bag because its price point is not it's everyday crazy. price. But the reason why the price point is up there is because you guys started putting status on this bag. This bag is supposed to be on the floor. Okay, you know what? I'm fine for that status Sorry. to be their status bag. And I'll it's stick with my Longchamp Le Pliage. Large. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Thank you. I agree. 125 if bag or is 50, be I want to say. At least it has to look good. Sorry. <sighs> Anyway, personally, my favourite <coughs> wag is... Oh, I don't want to say... Victoria Beckham. Posh, yeah. Well, my favourite wag isn't even actually a footballer's wag. Who is that? LeBron James's wife, Savannah. No, that's only recent. Yeah. But before that, it was Aisha Curry. Because I appreciate she, how she did you had... Cook any of her recipes? We're not... Dis- <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, Even listen, I've listen. Her, I am in love with the whole trope of like high school sweethearts to like more. That's how most of them who are who are successful. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. But also I <laughs> Why like are how any of you playing football in our high school. <laughs> <laughs> We're past high school now. Damn, so I'm actually, going. Huh? Exactly. What, now I'm growing. Sorry, why weren't any of you playing back then? This is why I'm set anyway. I like how she if you if you had no knowledge of the NBA mm-hmm. but you were aware of like entertainment or the in, like the kind of like pop culture industry yeah. in the US yeah. you would know of Aisha Curry as like a culinary entrepreneur like she would be her own entity and then you would find without out without Steph no you would find out she's married she's Steph Curry's wife but I do <laughs> think 
<laughs> Wait, what? That's cap. Are you joking? You think we would know anything about Aisha if without you didn't Steph? know anything about the NBA? No. No wow. one is cooking. No, that's like saying Chrissy Teigen, we would all cook your recipes without John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no shade because we're not a successful Aisha. Let's be friends. But, but you can't do a friendship let's call out be, now. Yeah, let's be serious though. Let's really be serious. The issue that I have with, with the idea of myself being a wag mm. is that you're always tied to the fact that your boyfriend or your partner plays plays that sport that is i'm sorry that is why the world knows you like it is okay so and let's say someone's awareness of aisha, aisha curry comes from the fact that she's married to steph curry because that's what happened that is facts big facts yeah the biggest <laughs> that is the situation <laughs> the circumstance yeah. however yeah. she ha- in the midst of it and it was it, i think it was before they're like uh i think it was before they won the championships in 2016 or something like that yeah. maybe 2018 um you knew Aisha as like, oh, she's growing her, you know, her culinary businesses. Like, she's co-owns these restaurants. She's got these you cookbooks. Know how I like, knew Aisha. Oh lord, Aisha did some recipes. Yeah, she filmed them on Snapchat or Instagram. Yeah, and then the whole world was like, oh my god, they look amazing. You should drop a recipe. And then she said, yeah, I'm a chef. Do you know what? Do you know I'm who just... is chef to me is? Tell me, is Marcus Waring or Angela Hartnett? or gordon ramsay yeah or someone who and that's not to say or what's his name the one who took away ketchup in schools jamie oliver, jamie oliver. <laughs> but do you know what it is but no, i'm british so there's like actual trained culinary chefs yeah. the people jamie oliver is not like trained prestige there's like prestigious mm. chefs and then, and there's, then there's celebrity chefs like yeah. nigella lawson like delia yeah and that's fine mm. Aisha's a celebrity chef but at least yeah. on her portfolio it's saying celebrity chef and not just wife of Steph Curry but the reason I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve it or that she's not a good chef no, that's yeah. what I'm saying but I'm just saying that part of the reason why you're allowed on TV it's to because, do that is because Steph of course if Steph was if Steph was a dead player yeah who was not scoring yeah and was not interesting and did not have personality yeah. and your kids were not famous on Instagram yeah would Aisha be on telly? She's going down as an NBA legend. Yes. So obviously yes. her yeah. is amplified too. Yeah. But high key, I would love that because I'd basically get all the benefits of being an influencer without actually having to be really an influencer, which mm. sounds ideal to me. For example... I can't do it. As an aspiring journalist okay. slash writer, okay. if I was dating... Who, who can I say? Oh, I need a taller footballer. Bro, who would you have picked, Mason? Who would I have picked, Tyrone Mings? No, now that you said Tyrone Mings, I want Tyrone Mings. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I need a tall player. Is Tyrone, Tyrone got kids? I bet no, he's, probably, he's single he, with no kids. Is Ruben Loftus Cheek got a wife? No, he's no. not. He might have a girlfriend there. Anyways, okay, let's just stick with Mason Mount. Okay. If I was Mason Mount's girlfriend, yeah, you would know. You. You'd absolutely know me mm. as Mason Mount's girlfriend. Yeah. Sure. However, when you write your article for X publication, that yeah. is incredible. Yeah. We're not giving any of you a shout out. You're not paying us. <laughs> um, would you be okay with the fact that if they wrote, if someone wrote a foreword for you, mm-hmm. your partner's name is mentioned? I think I would write under an alias though. Why? Why not? That's the point. That's the, f- that's the point. 
that's what I'm getting at. And also, we're having this conversation like the likelihood of, unless you meet that footballer before they became successful, yeah. the narrative of black women being picked by black men within sport outside the NBA mm. is slim. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. It's slim. But I think that is Who would you pick? The, They're not tall enough huh? for me. None of them are tall no, enough. No, that's why Baby I'm like, a little bit. I want to be a wag <clears throat> and I've envisioned being a football wag in the UK. Okay. However, yeah. very few of those players, unless they play defence, are tall enough for the standard I would like. And also <laughs> most of them are taken or wiped off anyways, which is why picked? we venture out into basketball. Who would you have picked? Who? Yeah. Top three. If I didn't have a... It, what, if they weren't taken? Yeah. Um, Declan Rice, Tyrone Mings, or... Declan Rice would have been on your list. Yeah. Cheeky chap. Okay. Talker. Um, who okay. else? I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think on Arsenal. That's a big lie. Declan Rice would have been number one on your list. That's... No. that's I mean, number one would always be Mason Mount. There you go. Anyways, I think also, though... We've had this conversation <clears throat> recently. The, yeah. the reason why, like, well, you said you never had the expectation or hopes of actually being a wag. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's but fun I actually to don't dream think about. I could do it. I actually did have the hopes that I would become one. That's why? obviously lessened now because the we have to think about things realistically. Mm. And the reality, the reality is that, yeah. unfortunately, mm -hmm. especially within the uk the uk but i mean like within entertainment within the uk like within mainstream media yeah which sport and football is a huge part of yeah is the fact that colorism is so prevalent yeah um i think it's something that you can't you can't ignore it's the fact like we were like naming the number of black wags in, in the, the uk, UK or let's just two. go from the england team i can only name two ptolemy and page yeah but page is a wife Paige is a wife who you and met Talami when you is a girlfriend. Like, when you were like six, like what, 16, Childhood 17? sweethearts. Yeah. Um, I think though, I think nowadays with footballers now, well, within the UK, the football is becoming like influencers almost or like big personalities. Yeah. I think it's, I think a lot more rides on their relationships. For sure. Before you could probably date someone and get away with getting to know someone and not being in the public eye and being the scrutiny. The f football culture scares me in the sense of like, say you were dating any of the ones, any of the people you picked. Mm. First of all, a majority <clears throat> of that would put you in an interracial relationship. Yeah. Do you think their fans would not say something mad? If you were dating them and they had around the time of the Euros, yeah, I would hate to see that your your DMs. That oh, week. facts, but I, I <clears throat> yeah, absolutely, yeah, and I, mean. I I do also just think though, it depends on the club. Like it actually yeah. does depend on the demographic of the club because I feel like I'd feel less intimidated being the partner of a footballer, for example, Arsenal. with Arsenal, yeah, who has a really huge like, or like they club. have one of the largest ethnic minority demographics in the country especially yeah. in london within in, the club or within the fans you mean within the within, fans yeah yeah in comparison to say chelsea mm. who is not as diverse as a fan base it's getting there, it's getting there mm. but i still if i'm in fulham at the time of the game and i'm walking past stamford bridge yeah. i'm not seeing many fans that look like me mm. so i can only think of what their fans their would react would yeah say. okay um and especially it's like neither of us are half white or like half anything that would make us racially ambiguous Biggest. or ethnically ambiguous mm -hmm. we are like dark-skinned black women i think it's interesting in terms of 
I think also with wag culture, it's almost allowed that you put up with crap. Yeah. Um, because some of you guys, it's almost expected that your player would, that the guy you're dating would cheat on you and that that would be an appropriate behaviour. Mm. Footballers are travelling so much. I Granted, I do think they sacrifice a lot. Like, you are travelling crazy. I think Declan said something in an interview, which was something like, saying his first name like we're friends. <laughs> Declan um, Rice. Said something like 40 weeks of the year. The week has the year has 52, yeah. 52 weeks and 40 weeks of that year you're travelling and yeah. you're away. Like, that's a lot of time to send away from your significant partner. And a big sacrifice for the partner to yeah, make. Yeah, and... More so when they have kids Yeah, too. and unless your ki- partner is born raised and living in an environment for example so like liverpool there mm. are quite a few liverpudlian players yes. in liverpool they're likely i still think it's so <laughs> dumb you guys call yourself liverpudlian is it's it not scouse is that newcastle yeah mm. scousers scouse isn't that a whole that's area. whole area <laughs> oh really is it oh, i don't know well you guys call yourself liverpudlian is wow. it a puddle? Let's not oh. go there. Let's not go there because I'm especially <laughs> a Liverpool fan. Let me not go there. But you, there are a lot of there are a lot. Can I just say something you can mention? No one spoke. You haven't spoken about because you're supposed to travel. You know Georgina Cristiano. Yeah. Right? You know how like they're not getting married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Asked my cousin because he, he's. Gay, I was like, do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is gay? He was like, no, I don't think he is. He just says he just doesn't want to marry his girlfriend. Married because they travel so much. There's different laws in different countries. countries. So if they do, but she's gonna get. She, yeah there's different laws in different countries so you have to basically like i don't know what happens but like some places they like divorce yeah i think with with footballers you're traveling so much and the idea that you for liverpool fans yeah some of you are liverpudlian you grew up within liverpool you've gone to the academy and you're staying the likelihood of you moving the likelihood of trent going to a different different team is slim to none that boy's not leaving he wants to be the next steering gerard and he'll stay he'll be able to do it mm. like i'm not comparing them don't come for me i don't know you. a valid point that anna brought up which is um yeah. georgina ronaldo's yeah. i guess she would be how you get to she under, would be the ultimate whack no? no imagine going to where's he where's he gone saudi, saudi and saying Arabia. hey boss man i'm you're gonna have to change your law because i'm not getting married to my wife to my girlfriend that's so rude that's so rude no for real imagine you've had what how many kids they have they have a lot of kids that's not saying yeah, you have but to get also, married but you yeah, said you have a lot of kids you said no i am not getting married mm. ah, if someone did that to me it'd actually happen. well that's also a thing about wag culture i think we're so used to girlfriends mm. because we either don't hear as much about the wives or yeah. a lot of them remain girlfriends for a very long time if you cheat on your girlfriend it's not as deep as cheating on your wife yeah I'm and joking. there's also a lot of en- like the entertainment from wag culture <clears throat> comes from the fact that a lot of them go in and out so yeah. like the daily mail gets a kick out of like Who's getting lots one? of engagement from uh ben chilwell's ex-girlfriend or mason mount's ex-flame yeah. who's he currently dating like there's lots of anticipation around it like yeah. who's coming in who's going out so i think that's another aspect of it that's like really riled up yeah I think it's interesting i i just don't think i could do it it's not i think i couldn't do that's it that's the conclusion we've come to no, as no, no, of no, recently no. yeah no okay before <laughs> i was like oh my god it would be so cool i get post euros we were like okay. watching match for what like <laughs> call me like i love that but to be honest one you, you can do all the semantics of he's not tall enough and he plays for here and they're gonna tr- but ultimately, I I really value being able to say that I worked for something and not be attributed attached to, to a man, especially. It would really not even just attached to my to my man. Like I don't think I would mind in the sense of like I'm really proud of you. Like you 
you've worked really hard mm. you got to where you are you're killing it you're in the premier league it's like a percent it's not like he you know the number of people you know you know people who are like i would have made pro but i hurt my leg oh my these gosh. people didn't hurt their legs they made it pro you know but these people are they're training every day you guys went congrats you got like honestly kudos but i don't think i could truly be okay with like firstly i'm working really hard i've got to where i wanted to and people could attribute what i wanted to like just being a factor of being partners of this person yeah but also just people feeling like they have a right to everything about my life just because currently footballers are a commodity Mm. i think it's really hard to see your partner if for example you think about lingard who was like dealing with very tough stuff absolutely a really tough mental health stuff and his club did not support him when he was at united and it would be really hard to be a partner of someone who is going through that at quite on quite a big level and just being told your player shit he's crap Mm. oh my god he's crap and you know all the stuff that's going behind closed doors but you can't say your your players being your boyfriend's treated like a commodity and and not valued and like that's there's a lot of things to deal with i don't think i can necessarily doing that not to mention that you add race as an aspect Mm. not to mention that there's a high level of like bad behavior toxic behavior that happens within that football world and then that like idea that wags are a revolving door of of girlfriends that idea of like that you are you could just be one in the next line Mm. your and your boyfriend's worth as an individual within that world is really tied onto his performance Mm -hmm. and that performance for a small amount of years absolutely what you how are you you're not gonna you could be a wag for years Mm. in for like think posh she's gonna be a wag for years because beckham has been able to become a legend he's he was managing like you've done things outside and you're continuing he's all also just like the fact that he is a legend and he's a tv personality and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah like but like there's a very small number of players who become that successful Mm. outside their their years if they don't end up being a pundit also let's not forget especially with like posh and bex Mm. they were mutually beneficial to each other in terms of a publicity stand standpoint like beckham was was, famous herself yeah she was was pop spice as much as we well especially what the media tried to do like sports media tried to do then Mm. was like minimize her to like Oh, oh, like Bex Wag. Yeah. She was Posh Spice. Yeah. She was like a member yeah. of one of the biggest girl bands we've ever seen. Yeah. And even to this day, she's really fought to like assert herself as a fashion designer, like yeah. as in yeah. her own right, without yeah. her husband. So I think, like, I mean, give credit where credit is due. Mm. But what's really difficult to do whilst being a wag or within wag culture mm. is assert yourself as your own entity separate yeah. from your partner you're also meant to be quiet yeah you're meant to be so quiet yeah if i was i just think think about the world cup in qatar i was i found it don't get me wrong i still watched but mm. i found that uh, the idea that qatar was allowed to host the world cup when scary s- no it was six thousand five hundred. sorry yeah P- migrants passed away building building that, the stadium. Wo- that stadium those mm. stadiums like the conditions of those workers were disgusting amnesty put several human rights reports about it mm. and beyond that they have some very questionable, questionable ethics. ethics in terms of who would have been safe to go and watch the game absolutely and that's not to cuss people's like belief systems whatever like that's not that's not what i'm commenting on i'm just saying that safety was very questionable within that 
that stadium and it's meant to be the world cup is meant to be for everyone mm. and it very much was and i'm meant to be quiet because i'm a wagon yeah I'm meant to that's be quiet exactly because yeah. if i say something mad it could affect your career i'm sorry i think that's I a, within that. football a lot especially though yeah. there's a lot of things where you literally going into the relationship you're advised to be quiet and mm. there are some things you'll never be able to voice yeah like it's almost shocking to say that like for a football player to date an activist is a bold mood yeah. bold mood i think my existence as a wag would have been political would be political by accident like well just because not even by accident naturally it yeah, would be yeah, political yeah. that's what i mean yeah yeah i think also the Id- the number of black players that are at that level who am i picking from you know what i mean like mm. who am i picking from who it would who would pick back you know what i mean as well like we can you can put yourself in a position of whether you would be picked as a wag but a lot a majority of black players are not dating black women so mm. that's not to i'm not coming for you date who you want to date i don't care but mm. that's not the point but i'm just saying that being there like you can imagine yourself being there but with who for who and i think also even if even if they they were to date a black woman or they were i don't think they would make it obvious in the slightest or vocalize it because they know that they're bringing them into an environment where they require great protection like they need to protect them i'm just gonna i'm not gonna i wouldn't date any of you guys when the euros (laughs) none of you said nothing (laughs) some of you guys were just like it was awful what those boys experienced no it was racist (laughs) what it was racist like some of you guys couldn't even find the language i get it you weren't used to it but if you want to date me you need to learn the language and i'm not going to educate you so let's fix up let's fix up but also you find your people to fix up with will pass but also <laughs> i'm heading to the u.s <laughs> After are you actually graduate you're heading to the u.s what to join the nba i'm not joining the, the, the nba i might be in Where the u.s for a while and when i come back i will probably be dating a basketball player damn i don't want one of them players you guys are known for cheating on your women sorry you cannot you can't preface that no. You Tristan. can't preface that as I venture into that market. Bro, that's that's a big market. Thank you. Well, I think the conclusion we've reached is that... And none of us being wags. Uh, none of, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, there's just too many layers to it. It's not straightforward. Realistically, we're getting like, rejected on Raya. So... What do you mean we're getting rejected on Raya? By the, by the footballers. Oh, damn. I'm not, not on no, people generally. I'm serene. Uh, don't say that don't put that into this world what do you mean you literally just told me I wasn't an exception no but don't say you're getting rejected on right i'm not spitting that into existence i had never been rejected by a footballer probably no if if i swiped right on mason mount on raya he'd probably press x (laughs) let's just be real why are you swiping right but also i actually have to but i can't i can't not get to the end of this podcast and be like realistically though why would my end goal be to be a wag do you know what i mean i do think though it is i do wonder why it has become a status thing i think it's because loads of people now want to be influencers and it's kind of like a really big it's like a you tap into having an audience automatically yeah do you get what i mean absolutely you tap into that like 
Oh, there's so many people who have made their millions over the fact that their boyfriend is so so and so. That's really sweet. I'm glad you've been able to do that. I just can't. I just don't. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm, I love pop culture like relationships where you had to suss out whether the two people were dating. Mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it was never strictly obvious. But this is me thinking I'm of myself as somebody that. within pop culture. And realistically, I'm a final year student. Yeah, so. but also I've done my degree. How are you going to tell me that it was for nothing because I'm just going to be linked with someone else who Absolutely didn't do his GCSEs? Oh <laughs> no, he did his GCSEs just at an, ac- an academy level, and he didn't have to pass. Oh. He just had to do it. <clears throat> That's not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying, like, I've really worked hard to get to where I am. Doing my degree, it's not Mid. been easy. Yeah, and and you want me to do it, and the at the end of the day, like I'd be linked with someone else. Yeah, so did we. We all did PE at school. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, twice I'm a joking. week actually for an I'm hour. Really <laughs> no, I'm, I get it. You've worked really hard. I think yeah. also, like me and you. We've been friends for a while and I am private. Yeah. I'm extremely private and I don't like the idea of people knowing my business or worse, people thinking they know their business, my business and telling me what you think you know. Um, you're so wrong. I don't like that. I, it would, I, I'm actually feeling hot now wow. talking about it. And it's not hot in this room. Yeah, like mm. I, it just... The idea that you're going to come and tell me about myself from what you think you know because my boyfriend played against your 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 team on Tuesday and you <laughs> and you didn't like the scores so you've come to tell me or like when they lose and you're used as like a bait in <sighs> the comments and you've come to tell me it's actually terrifying huh? do you know what i think What's my initial to do with him? my initial drawing to being a wag was actually the fact that like oh my gosh what an honor it would be to be able to watch my partner oh, no. play the game they're so great at with men they consider their brothers on a weekly basis oh, also no. i just love watching team games i actually love watching football as a football fan love watching honor. basketball as a basketball fan but like it was that kind of factor but now i'm like realistically hun get that bread and you can do that on your own the idea yeah. of dating someone who is a commodity where you have to see them as a person and you rate them as an individual but the the world they work in think Jeez, about super league do you remember when they did the super league mm. and p- t- players got abuse mm-hmm. for super league that's got nothing to do with them they don't get to choose what league they're playing in no they don't okay to wrap this up yeah. who do you want to win the league you know what? If Arsenal wins the league, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointed. Thank you. I mean, obviously, Liverpool's going Anchor. through it, but I've kind of let go of that dream right now. Like I'm they're sorry. going through it. Let them, let them recoup and relearn. But and Man City, Man City. Yes. I hope you lose points. You need to go to court. Man City. You need to go to court. You need to talk about that. I would say see you in court, but realistically, like I'm fine where I, I am. I hope the Prem has good, has good lawyers. Because facts. Because you better come with your seats. Like Colleen came with hers. I'm looking forward to Arsenal winning the league. I cannot wait yeah. to see the boys hold that cup. Yep, it's definitive. It's set in stone. Whatever Arteta says when you guys win. Oh, you know what? I wish I was he, in. Do you know what? He never actually talks about the team. He'll yeah, talk about the fans. Nothing. He's like, it has been a pleasure uh, playing in <laughs> front of the fans. This award. <laughs> I want to oh, be. God. You know, the only. You know, I'm not gonna lie. From watching all those docs, the one thing I really want to do as a, if I was gonna be a wag, which I don't, I just want to be in the locker room when you guys do the speech. Facts. I want to hear the you guys have been crap put your shit together I'm waiting this crap put your crap together that's okay. why that's well, a bit that, that would be interesting. your team hi key I just want to be, be wherever team. the champagne showers are yeah yeah <laughs> champagne showers I hear it um 
but yeah thank you Ife, for joining no me for this talk thank you for having me um neither of us will be wags in the foreseeable future please but also if we me. are do not hold it against us please no don't check for me <laughs> if i was a wag you would never know that's the point you would never know you'd never know Thank you so much to Ife Aluratimi for joining me for the first episode of Shoulda Woulda Coulda, brought to you by Blick Podcasts. We hope you guys enjoyed the conversation and got stuck in, delusions and all. To stay up to date with all things Blick Magazine, or if you just wanted to continue this conversation, you can find us on Instagram at Blick Magazine, where you can catch up with our other content too. I'm your editor-in-chief and host, Aswan Magumbi, and I look forward to seeing you for our next chat.